0: This is Ward, and this is episode 5 of the the Wartobock podcast. And I'm very excited today because Pablo is back. Yo, man, is this episode 5 already? It's episode 5 already. We're going fast on the fast lane. Ah, which brings us to... Books! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Pablo is reading The Millionaire Fast Lane by... MJ DeMarco right now
1: great book yeah really really enjoy it yeah. yeah
0: it's it's one of the in terms of business and what to take into account in terms of well finance and business mainly it changed my view on things quite a bit uh, when did you read it like not this year I think year? two I think years ago yeah damn yeah it, it's, it made me look at like anyone who I think anyone who starts a business for their, themselves should read it that's probably the best or if you're thinking about doing it but you will get so motivated and then frustrated if you're not taking action because you're still in your job but I think if you if you do start your own business anything in terms of business is probably a really really good one to read um, anyway so yeah today is about books and mainly about the books that I read this year 2017 uh, there are 80 of them 80, which is quite a lot um, I guess for the not Uh, obsessive reader (laughs) among you Um, I kind of took it like first half of the year I was still in London second half of the year I was in Belgium Um, when I was in London I wasn't really watching any TV like no TV series and stuff so I was using that time in the evenings to read and these days as well I have days when I finish working at 4 o'clock in the afternoon ish and I'm at home so I start reading from 4 until 6 and then between 6 and 7 I eat and then 7 until 10 I read again and then I'll I mean, maybe watch some TV and after that. But So that's five hours, solid hours of reading. I mean, you can do a lot uh, in those times. And not everyone has, obviously, the opportunity to do that. You might have to be a little bit more f- flexible or creative by listening to audiobooks and your commute. All of these things. I'm doing that as well, actually. So, um, yeah, that's how I got to 80 books this year. I'm kind of, you know, it's my hobby. It's what I like doing. It's my identity. I also started posting them on Instagram. So... Every book I finish reading, I post on Instagram with like a little review so you can read that. Um, and then every book I read, I when I finish, I write it down in Excel. I have this file with all the books I read. And for every book I write down, one thing I learned, which could be a big idea that the book is about. could be a quote that I really like from the book or something unrelated to the actual subject of the book, but that kind of, you know open my eyes or change my life it can be something completely unrelated which which actually i really like when i get something like that out of a book Um, and then now at the end of the year i can basically look back at this file and read all of those things and that's how i learn from books i don't make notes while i'm reading really i don't really do that so uh, everyone has their own style i guess so what i'm doing today is is giving you an overview of all these books Not all of them, but uh, I categorized them for you. I'll publish everything on my website on wardthebock.com forward slash 2017 books. So 2017 BOOKS on my website. There will be links on Facebook as well, so you can find all of it. And if you have questions on what to read in 2018 and you... You think in a certain direction, like, I want to start my own business, but I need some advice from a book. Feel free to ask. I'm happy to help you. So, let's get right into it, unless Pablo has anything else to say
1: at this point. Well, I'm, I'm just looking at your Excel sheet here, and yeah. what I can see is that uh, you read books in about, like, one day or two well, days.
0: there's different types of books, and there's a lot of, like, I think I read... 41 self-development books but some of them are between 150 and 200 pages and they have like one big subject and they're not that difficult to read and It takes like three or four hours to finish one of those. So if I so yeah, sometimes it's one day some of them take weeks uh, To read like the bigger ones the more complicated ones or when I'm busy with other stuff uh, But yeah, you know that that happens a full book in in a, in a day. Why not? It's quite impressive. Yeah, I mean, dude, there is, like, if you read, like, the dip from set code, in, like, that's a one-hour read, basically. Um, I mean, how many pages is that? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it's in my file. It must be, like, <laughs> 60 or 70 or something, but okay, it's, like, yeah. one page per minute. Like, I kind of estimate how fast I'm reading, so I know how difficult a book is. It's usually between one and three minutes per page um, for a book to read, so you can kind of figure out how much time you need to finish one. If you read on... Kindle you can actually see it, but I don't, I have a Kindle, but I don't really use it anymore. I try to reach as much actual paper books uh, as possible. So, um, what I'm going to do is uh, go over all the subjects, the the categories, if you will, um, and tell you a little bit about my favorite books in each category and what my recommendations are. So, first of all, biographies. This is one of my favorite types of books because I really appreciate when someone put in a lot of research into a book. So, I mean, I can read a book like today and finish it next week, and it's not gonna be very good, Uh, but when someone does biographies, quite often they spend months or even years or half a lifetime researching, or they get research assistants and other people, like a whole team, like, for example, um, Walter Isaacson is probably the most famous biography writer. Um, he wrote, you know, Benjamin Franklin, with Steve Jobs as well, um, Leonardo da Vinci, Einstein. Like he wrote a couple of biographies. Like I'm sure he has like a whole team doing research for him, so everything is very factual, and they try to, you know, get to the, you know, the person behind the legend, kind of. Um, so I read seven of them. My favorite one was The Power Broker by Robert Caro, which if you listen, there is like a free audible uh, sound thing from Robert Caro, like it's two hours or something, where it explains about how he wrote it. It's insane, like it was him and his wife basically spending a decade researching this guy, and he was actually still alive, so uh, that's, that's quite interesting. So that's about Robert Moses. Um, like you probably don't know the name, but it's it's insane. The book is 1,163 pages, so it's quite a challenge. <laughs> if you're not a, if you're a beginner, like don't start with this one because it's gonna take you all year. Um, but it, it this one kind of learned me that regardless of of how successful you are in your success from previous years, doesn't entitle you to no longer take advice from others because things change and you need to change too and that's what you know. Robert Moses did not do um, he was very successful in I think the 30s and 40s but then later in his life he kind of screwed up because he thought everything was still the same like it was about city planning in New York and he didn't realize that public transport was kind of important and he kept building more roads for cars in New York City um, anyway uh, other biographies I read was uh, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, John D. Rockefeller, Benjamin Franklin, Genghis Khan, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, all quite different types of characters, but um, I kind of like reading about you know like John D. Rockefeller or or Benjamin Franklin. You kind of get an idea of what those people were like in their days. I don't think you can get that from a documentary or anything. Um, so pretty interesting books I want to read more biographies I have some ready in my you know wish list and actual phys- physical books already so planning to read more in 2018 biographies
1: Next from, yeah from, from whom because I only read uh, Elon Musk so far but Yeah I, I see the list here and they're all quite um how can I say it like popular mm-hmm. amongst the biography books but uh what are you planning to read on 2018 <laughs>
0: <laughs> so one is the Einstein one I want to read uh, Leonardo da Vinci so that concludes the Walter Isaacson biographies. I have Gorbachev as well um, mm. who you know ended the Cold War I guess which is a quite fascinating character um, and then uh, Robert Caro actually wrote I think about Lyndon Johnson so there's obviously a lot of biographies about American presidents which is a way to learn more about you know this country and history so those ones are on the list for sure speaking of history <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the next category is history i read four books in this category but i will also read more on this you know next year i'm kind of interesting and interested in uh, war history as well listening to jocko willing podcast quite a lot who talks about these books um, and hardcore history podcast, which is you know just insane how good it is. Um, I think like the most impactful one I read was Nagasaki by Susan saddard I might be pronouncing it wrong, but um, she wrote a book about the nuclear bomb in Nagasaki, and she's basically followed four people before, during, and after um, you know the nuclear uh, attack at the end of World War Two, um, and. For me, it was a massive reality check because you're like following the news about, you know, Donald Trump making fun of uh, little rocket man in North Korea and whatever. uh, Which is, you know, okay, we're reading that and we we all have our own opinions on that. But then if you read a book like this and you see the human aspect of a nuclear bomb, it's just insane. Like the suffering from these people and the effect like, you know they didn't know what it was when it dropped. Like, today they would know. But back then they didn't know, you know. People, it just happened and then people got sick after and, and like, how how everything, you know, the whole chain of events that happened after that, it's, like, it's insane, you know, like, when you, when you read about it. So, uh, and it, even as, like, pictures and, you know, all of these things, it's quite, it, it's not, it's not the... If if you're like in a, going through some tough times on the read this one because it won't cheer you up it's pretty it's pretty hardcore um, but I I liked reading it yeah next up finance finance yeah I mean <laughs> see, we pronounce it a little bit funny because uh, okay so I I've always been interested in you know money investing finance everybody is, I guess to some extent because you kind of need it to survive um money that is and i've you know i like to get my ideas and my thoughts challenged so the one we discussed before the millionaire fasting is a good example where you think you don't live by society's standards and paradigms and you have your own free will and opinions and everything and then you read a book that completely changes the way you look at things like I like to be challenged in this extreme way. For example, MJ DeMarco, in this case, we're talking about Grant Cardone as well. I you shouldn't take everything they say like as 100% facts and truth, but it's a good way to challenge your existing beliefs and ideas. And my favorite finance book from the year was actually the Millionaire Booklet from Grant Cardone. It's only 44 pages, which is about 1 hour in audiobook, but he has a completely different view on personal finance. And, you know, for example, like Grant will talk about how owning your home is in most cases a bad investment and he tells people to rent instead. Like, that's a quite challenging idea for most people who, you know, spend the most part of their life saving up money to buy a house and then once they have it, paying it off for the rest of their lives until their retirement. And... He's saying kind of the opposite thing, like just rent and focus the money that you make on investing, um, which is interesting. I mean, it's not it's not the best advice in every single case, but it's just a different way of looking at things, which I think is, is very uh, interesting. And the other thing he says is, if you want to get rich, there's two ways to do that. You can uh, decrease how much you spend, or you can increase how much you earn, but decreasing how much you spend has a limit because you can only decrease as the the amount you spend to the amount that you spend while increasing your income has no upper limit. I think that's like a super cool idea and quite motivating for myself to be honest. Um, we discussed this, right? Pablo? Yeah,
1: we, um, we did. We did. It's it's like one <laughs> thought I didn't know that it was from the Millionaire Booklet. Uh, I knew it was from C- Grant Cardone but uh it's, There's it's, others who say the same thing for sure. It's
0: not an original Grand Cordon, oh yeah. I guess,
1: but yeah, he
0: kind of popularized it
1: or reached us with this. But it's it's really a thought that sticks to my mind. Like every fucking time, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? You just I, did, and we I don't edit did. this, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it, every every time I like somebody says like you should say for a rainy day, I'm I'm always thinking about this one quote. Yeah, that we discussed.
0: He has all these. So true. Yeah, he has all these quotes. I mean. You need, like, the thing is, like, you you do need to save for, like, you need an emergency fund, right? But all those conventional wisdoms, it's interesting to challenge them. Anyway, so next up on the list is business, which is kind of difficult because there's, well, it's finance, business, and the next one is going to be self-development. Business is very similar to self-development, but for business, it's books where what I read is mainly usable in business so there might be books on leadership that are more self-development because they change the way you are in business it's more about specifically on business so i read a lot about sales because um i have to do sales now so i've done marketing and strategy like for quite a lot of years and today um i have to do sales because i'm you know independent business owners so I have to sell my business and get in some business and um, and the best one there was pitch anything for me because it has a, I mean it had like a good feel to it again it's a book like you shouldn't like follow like a hundred percent what they write but it kind of helps to um, you know get a better view on on sales it's a different approach um, so the pitch anything one the million dollar consulting is pretty good as well because that's also what I'm doing well not million dollar part yet but I am consulting uh, so that's the business part again the list is on is on my website so have a look there if you're interested in uh, you know business last one well last one second last one is self development I read 41 books on self development which is a lot in trying to reduce it, replace it by biographies, history and fiction, but you know, I did. Uh, It's a very general uh, description, it's a lot of books that fall into this category. It's basically everything that has a broader impact on my life. So, um, not just how to run a business, but ideas that are applicable to everything in life. Uh, I have a couple that I recommend. Uh, Simon Sinek, Leaders Eat Last, I think Simon Sinek. His views on business... He has this way of describing it so clearly, you know, in such an easy way to understand. If you're a first-time manager and you read Leadership Lost from Simon Sinek and you apply what you learn from him, the results—it's incredible. Uh, it changed my way of doing, of managing people, and I saw the results of it. It's quite uh, crazy. Uh, and then I read two uh, the two Tim Ferriss books from this year. Um, which is Tools of Titans and Tribe of Mentors. They're quite similar, but I like Tools of Titans more because it's a bit more diverse. Tribe of Mentors is basically uh, a lot of people answering the same questions. And you kind of get bored after a while uh, if it's always the same thing. You shouldn't read it in one go, by the way. But it reads quite smoothly. It's, quite, it's good anyway. But I like Tools of Titans because it, it allowed, you know, some deeper thought on uh, specific topics and I'm very interested in, like, uh, health and nutrition, for example, and the last one in this category is Poor Charlie's Almanac by Charlie Munger. Um, Charlie Munger is the business partner of Warren Buffett, the you know legendary investor, and this book is recommended by a lot of very successful people uh, as one that you know they thought was really good. To be honest, while I was reading it, I felt like it was a little bit above my you know, level of intelligence. Um, I did get some out of it, but this is just, it's very motivating because it's, it's just a different world. Like sometimes you think you're there and then you read something like this and you think like, oh, damn, I have so much to learn. I'm not there yet at all. Like what this guy is talking about is just, it's so interesting, such a interesting view on life. Uh, I can highly recommend it, especially if you're smart or at least smarter than me. But I'm gonna reread his book, by the way. Like, this is one that I'm probably gonna read every year. I have a couple of books that I try to read, you know, multiple times, and this will be one of them. Um, And then I read a lot about Stoicism as well. So, this was translations from Marcus Aurelius and Seneca, but also newer material by Ryan Holiday, which, uh, you know, we went to his event in uh, Antwerp, right? We met
1: him. We met him. We got a picture with him. (laughs) guy
0: the real guy no that was really cool um, he <coughs> has actually if you if you're interested in books and reading uh, Ryan Holiday has a good monthly newsletter where he um, sends you know recommend book recommendations like four or five every month and then at the end of the year he just sent it actually with uh, his favorite books of the year a lot of fiction there as well which is good for me because I want to read more fiction which brings me to the next
1: category <laughs> which is fiction
0: uh, and I, I read seven fiction books, which is good, but I want to do more of that um, just because, you know, I need to relax every once in a while. And um, the best one there for me was Musashi by Eiji Yoshikawa. I hope I pronounced that uh, rightly, my Japanese is not what it used to be. Uh, and this book is a samurai epic. Um, it's 970 pages, so not for beginners, but it reads very easy, it's like a movie, the way you read it, I felt like I was, you know, this this 12 uh, year old reading Harry Potter again, like, you know, that feeling when you're completely absorbed by a book and you don't want to do anything else, that was 100% what happened with this one. Um, it is a little bit of self-development as well of course uh, because there's a lot of wisdom in this book that you can apply to your daily life Um, and so the book is about Musashi who is this aspiring samurai and he wants to he's on the path of the sword it's all very serious you know and he he lives his life in a way that he wants to master his you know fighting skills uh, with the sword and he travels around and then he has all these you know challenges and fights and other people trying to you know influence him there's some romance there as well and he basically has to tell the girl that he loves and who loves him like I'm sorry but I'm gonna take a couple of years just wandering around the country improving my sword fighting skills so you'll have to wait you know (laughs) which is quite you know it's it's interesting to read like he's on the way to the sort. i think like my favorite scene is where he gets um he constantly gets tested and there is these very influential important people and he gets invited to you know speak with them um and when he's there they want to bring him from one room to another room and on the way there he senses like uh like some bad energy or something and he takes a detour to go from room A to room B and When he gets to room B and all those other people are there very influential important people they say like we actually they actually had Someone set up there to attack him in like this dark corner that he avoided and because he sensed the danger He took a detour and that was for them a way to see like his true brilliance and stuff, you know, like avoiding the fight Um, which for me was wow (laughs) which I really liked so if you read actually if you read a book so this actually this is my favorite book of the year yeah so if you have to read one book it's gonna be Musashi Um, especially if you're you know motivated in life and you're like for you Pablo this would be my number one recommendation it's quite, like, probably the only one I'm going
1: to read all the reviews is 970 pages. <laughs> well, that's that's actually a pretty, like, funny statement because I, like, from all the categories that were listed here, fiction is one of the categories that I never read. Yeah. Because I'm always, like, super, uh, almost, like, I, I want to, to learn something and I feel that, like, fiction doesn't teach you anything. Well, actually, I know that it does, yeah. but, like,
0: you know... No, it's, it's I, I know what you mean. I think I learned, like, the What Makes Sammy Run book as well. I learned a lot from that one as well. So, you, it's true, like, some books kind of depends. Like, if you find the right ones, you actually learn a lot as well from fiction. Uh, I mean, this Musashi one was incredible how much I learned. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty genius. Oh, yeah, what I was saying is, when you read the musashi book and when you finish it only after you finish it <laughs> there is a podcast uh, on the joko podcast where joko and tim ferris actually discuss this book for 4 hours uh it's i think it's episode 100 of the joko podcast and it's epic the way they talk about it is really funny as well in some ways but you can only like the whole book leads up to one big fight and if you you know That's the big spoiler alert. Like, don't. uh, Yeah, you need you need like nine hundred and sixty eight pages to get all the background to really understand how epic the fight is. Um, And they actually discuss the fight in the podcast. You can only listen to it after you finish the book. So, I think that concludes everything uh, for this episode. Have a look on the website.
1: Yes. Yes, I was. I was just about to say, like, where can we find these books again? Yeah, so I'm writing a full uh, blog post with a full
0: list of books on Word the So W A R D D E B O C K dot com forward slash two zero one seven B O O K S. So Wordbook forward slash twenty seventeen books, and that's where you'll find the full list, maybe some more comments uh, and some intro and I'll post this podcast there as well. And we're going to try to take a picture of all the books because I actually have the physical books all, not all 80 of them, but like 77 of them or
1: something. It's insane. It's really insane. (laughs) I'm I'm really looking forward to that picture. (laughs) All right. So that's, that's what we're going to do now. So thank you very
0: much for listening and speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.